Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. There's nothing more gratifying than a healthy, loving, committed relationship with someone you admire, love, and trust. A person with whom you can share your innermost thoughts and feelings. Someone who has your back and you have theirs. A person who sticks by your side through thick and thin and life's ups and downs. Through the fire and through the storm. That kind of companionship is one of life's greatest gifts. Faith Jenkins. Wow, that's powerful. And it is Valentine's Day. Not today, the day I'm recording, but by the time this is launched, it's going to be Valentine's Day. So today, we're going to talk about how social media makes it difficult to love yourself. Okay, so often we think we have to be perfect to be loved. And I'm here to tell you, you just have to be you. And your journey to finding authentic love does not start with finding the right person. It starts with loving the person at the center of it all. And that is you. Now, I've talked a lot about self-love and healing and being conscious and aware and all of those things. Today, what I want to focus on is technology. The access and temptation we have is unreal. It's unmatched. It's unlike any other generation before us. And we have to acknowledge what it's doing to us and our relationships. Now, when was the last time you got on social media? Maybe you're listening to this podcast in the background and you're on it right now, scrolling. How long were you scrolling for? The things that you saw, what did you take away from them? Did you say to yourself, I am worthy, I deserve the best, I'm beautiful, life is all happening for me? Or did you say, I need to lose 10 pounds, I should probably get a boob job, my life sucks, Chances are it's more of the latter, and this is really, really sad, and it breaks my heart, which is why I love this platform, and I always hope more and more people hear what I have to say, and I hope it resonates with you because it matters, and I really want you to think about this question about like when was the last time you got on social media, and how did it make you feel? It just seems like another question of Shauna's, but let me tell you, the way that social media keeps your attention makes it harder than ever for us to love ourselves. Did you hear me? You're seeing people's highlight reel every single day, all freaking day. How are you possibly supposed to look in the mirror and say, I'm perfect. I love myself. I'm getting better every day. We have life at our fingertips, right? Everything that we want and need right there. That little tiny device that we carry around. Some of them quite big now. It's like carrying around your MacBook. You need to find directions to the closest bank? Done. Looking for the healthiest package of crackers in the grocery store? Found it. Need to know why apples are green? Sure, you can find that on Google. Need to know why love is so difficult to find? Chances are there's a few links you can be sent to for that. That's not my point. My point is technology gives us a lot of amazing access, but also a lot of temptation. Now, constantly looking at everybody else's lives is what we do. It's what we do. And comparing yourself, I've said this so many times, it's literally the thief of joy. You'll never feel like you have enough. 
You'll never feel grateful for everything you have right now by looking outward for validation and reassurance. This morning I woke up. I took a deep breath. I thanked God for this day, for the breath in my lungs. I sat on the floor and I meditated for 12 minutes. I listened to my Headspace app. Just got me centered for the day. I didn't really sleep well last night. That's okay. Meditation brought me a lot of clarity and focus, and I was ready for my chemistry class today, the quiz I had, my drive to Denver. I listened to a podcast. I set myself up for a great day. The first thing I do is not get on social media. I try not to get on social media within an hour of waking up. Usually that's pretty easy because I have a standard morning routine. I wake up, I meditate, I make my bone broth, I sit and read, and I listen to reading soundtrack on Spotify, and an hour goes by in no time. But if you wake up and you fuel your brain, you get that dopamine dump right when you get up. What's everybody else doing? You forgot about yourself already. Now, coming from experience, I've been in a few relationships, just a few, where social media has actually been the reason why it ended. Now, I make it very, very, I make a very good point not to be on my phone when I'm with my significant other. And if it is, it's like, oh, I got to just post this really quick or I'll try to schedule my posts or do stuff because yes, my business is virtual. Okay, my online business is virtual. However, a few relationships have ended because of social media and not saying that I'm not at fault. um, But I share this with you because I know I'm not alone in this. I'm here to tell you the grass is not greener on the other side. Okay, those five filters, that Instagram model you see in person, you probably won't recognize her. None of us is, are perfect, but each of us are perfect in our own ways. Did you hear me? No one is perfect, but you're perfect in your own way. And like everything I talk about, perspective is everything in life, y'all. Like how, do you, how you choose to see things is how you choose to show up and live your life every day. If you're surrounded by negative Nancys and you just want to I don't know, be depressing every day and be grumpy and not change anything about your life to make it better, that's on you. But I choose to be joyful and grateful and relentless in following my dreams, my dreams that seem crazy to people. I've lived all over the United States. I travel to foreign countries and risk being in danger just because I love myself. I love solo travel. I love my autonomy. I choose not to dwell on the past or hold grudges or live in fear. These are conscious choices I make every single day to show up for myself and love myself. And I'm here to tell you, technology makes this very challenging. Oh, so you got 10,000 followers? Well, now everybody else you're looking at has 35,000 plus. Oh, now you have the swipe up link? Yeah, well, they're giving that to everybody now. Oh, you made a reel? Doesn't have nearly as many hits as everybody else. Oh, you have, you know, your Facebook group. It's, you know, people are leaving left and right. Like you're judging yourself. What am I not doing? Like we are so down on ourselves. It's sad. So you got a promotion. Okay. You get on social media. You want to post about it. As you're posting about your success and about whatever you accomplished, something else pops up and this person's running for president. So you say, hmm. Why should I even bother to post what's going on in my life? It's so minute compared to them. What are you doing? Stealing all the joy and glory that you're having in this moment by comparing yourself to somebody else. And I know you've heard the saying, hustle in silence and let your success make the noise. As a former bodybuilder, 
I did hustle a lot in silence. I also was very transparent about my journey because it was a tough journey. It's one a lot of people don't go through. And I love sharing my journey. I love helping people. But this couldn't be more true than it is right now in the world we live in. Very few of us can actually differentiate between somebody's highlight reel and reality. Because of this, we have to filter the lens through which we see the world. You have clouded judgment right now. You're looking at everybody's highlight reel, which is why I post when my acne is really bad, when I gain weight, when I'm going through hormone imbalances, when I look pregnant because I just ate a, a donut. Like, it's just, you know, I choose to put that out there. But I don't just put my highlight reel. Just posted that I got my menstrual cycle back. It's been two years. Two years. People are like, that's way too personal, Shauna. Why would you post about that? Well, it's like talking about poop. Nobody wants to talk about it. Yet it's a sure sign of how healthy you are. We have to have these uncomfortable conversations about our periods, about poop, about sex, about things that nobody else wants to say. Like, we think we're alone and we're not. And let me tell you, being a woman in my 30s, I'm often reminded that, you know, you're not married yet, Shauna. You'll never be ready for children. You should just just have them now. Just just go to the grocery store, aisle seven. Just pick him up. <laughs> Come on. But you'll never be ready for what tomorrow holds, but you can be ready and grateful for this moment right now. And don't let what other people say affect you. Like it's it's easier said than done, right? Your mom's always at you because she wants a, a, you know, she wants a son-in-law or, you know, your sister has kids and, oh, we need cousins to grow up with. Y'all, you're the one that has to raise those children. You're the one that has to live with that marriage. So stop trying to compare yourself or predict the future or think, think you have to live life a certain way because you're missing your life altogether. We try to be perfect and flawless and less curvaceous and more like everyone else. Why? That is so freaking boring. You are here to be different and unique and stand out from the crowd. And I'm a huge advocate of being single. I've been single for a long time. After I got married and divorced, it's been five years, okay? And I've dated on and off, but I know what I want. And that's what makes my life so beautiful. I'm healing every single day. I love myself more every day. And if you're single right now and this is where you're at in your journey, there's nothing wrong with you. I don't care if you're 45 or 21. Did you hear me? When I started chemistry with all these um, undergrad students, their ages range from like 19 to, you know, 18 to 20. And I'm 31, going to be 32. And on my first day of chemistry lab, this one of the kids in my lab class said, wow, you're 31. So you like must be married with like a family. That is how ingrained it is in our brains that when you hit a certain age, this is what you need to have in your life. BS. Total BS. Sheer autonomy is so beautiful. Your independence, your single years are all about you learning about yourself. You are living being single. You don't need a companion to live your life. Go to the bar, have the burger. Chances are there's a guy sitting there that's probably going to pay for your burger or your beer. Happened to me so much when I was a traveling ultrasound tech in California. I go to BJ's just to watch baseball. I don't even watch baseball. I lied. I just went to the bar, okay? Maybe I was going to meet somebody there. But I always got, something was always paid for. Just being happy, having good energy, loving myself. People feel that. I heard the other day on a podcast, like when people get robbed or when people get picked on or bullied, 
it's typically because of how they carry themselves. How you project yourself out into the world is how other people are going to treat you. And I love that because I walk with my chest held high, my shoulder blades pulled back, I'm smiling. I radiate how much I love myself. But if your head is tucked and your arms, you know, you're rolled forward, you're in a ball, you're putting out these vibes of just like negativity and just come at me. Whatever you got, I'm just going to absorb it. And it's kind of a deep, dark hole we get sucked into. So if you're single right now, don't waste these beautiful years. Learn about yourself. Read more books. Travel. All right? We are so busy chasing this so-called American dream. There's no American dream. It's your dream. Be relentless on what fuels you, what fills your cup. Now, if your goal is to get married... Maybe you grew up with parents that have been together 33 years. My parents just celebrated 33 years. Wow. I would love to have that one day. Okay. But if your goal is to marry, how do you live? How do you treat yourself as a single woman, as a single man? How you do this will dramatically impact your chance for relationship success when you do meet the right person. You have to learn about yourself and become a better version of yourself to attract a better version of them. It's like a prerequisite prerequisite in college. I made this analogy up. I was pretty proud of myself. I'm currently taking organic chemistry and they wouldn't let me take this without taking general chemistry, which I took eight years ago and they still, you know, they're like, okay, that's fine. So why are we allowed to jump into random relationships or even marriage without the prerequisite wit? I can't even say that word. Prerequisites, right? Learning about yourself and healing yourself is a prerequisite to a successful relationship. Think about that. And if you're like me, of course, you question, why do you have to take one thing before the other? But there's always a purpose behind it. In organic chemistry, we're referencing general chemistry all the time. In your relationship with somebody, you're going to reference your years of being single and the way you've healed and how that's transformed you and you brought that healthy version of you into that relationship. You should not be allowed to skip a step. It's the best time to make mistakes, become wiser, smarter, and stronger. It actually becomes a bit scary. I'm not going to be honest with you. I've been alone for so long. And once you truly love yourself and being alone and having that autonomy, you start to question whether or not you have space in your heart or your life for a companion. And I went through a big phase of this when I lived in Charleston. I was like, I just want to be alone. Like a guy would come over, we'd watch a movie or we'd have dinner. And I'm like, looking at the clock, like, when are you going to leave? No joke. There's nothing wrong with you if if you feel this way, by the way. It's not the right person. It's not the right time. Please know that. And this happened to me so many times. I found myself just pushing men away. I'm like, well, he's kind of checking like almost every box, but like, meh. I'd make excuses endlessly about why it wouldn't work. But ultimately, they weren't the right fit for me. It was not the right time in my life. I wasn't healed yet. I wasn't whole enough. I wasn't ready for that commitment. So the universe was like, you know, these people are showing up, Shauna, but you're not ready. Keep working. And even more so when you're my age, So many people just ask you, like, when are you going to get married? Or when are you going to settle down and live in one place? Oh my God, I got that question so much as a travel ultrasound tech. Like, I just lived out of suitcases for four years. When are you going to have children? Your time's running out. Do you know how dangerous it is to start having kids when you're over 35? Ah, blah, 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 blah. That's what I heard. In fact, I do. 
I'm a high-risk pregnancy sonographer. I absolutely know the risks as my age increases. I also understand we have technology and things that help us you know, achieve these goals. As I recently told you guys, I'm going to freeze my eggs. I don't know if children are in my future, but if they are, 31-year-old eggs are going to be better when it comes to a lot of risks involved as we get older uh, than 35, 37, 39-year-old eggs. So I understand these statements people make might bother you, but realize this, they actually say more about the person who said them than they do about you. Do you have people that are trying to live vicariously through you? Maybe it's your parents, maybe it's friends. You know, we always want what we don't have. Our friends are married. Oh, we want that. Oh, now we're married. No, I miss being single. We live in the beach. Nah, the mountains sound better. Okay, learn to ignore when people are pressing you for answers about the status of your life and be comfortable with where you're at in your journey. Don't feel the need to prove your worth by validating anything to anybody else. You don't have anybody to answer to. So as tough as technology can be to navigate, I want you to remember that being single is a time of preparation, evolution, and healing. Long before you begin dating or find your soulmate, you learn how to love. And I'm not saying once you get in a relationship, you stop learning how to love. You learn different kinds of love. Same with having children. But how do you value yourself? What makes you happy? What fills your cup? Prepare. Preparation dramatically increases your chances for success in every area of life. I was in organic chemistry. Again, today we had a quiz. I prepared. I go in. I do the work outside of class. I meet with a tutor because it is hard. And I want to do well and I want to understand it. I spent my years of undergrad memorizing. Like literally, I'm like, okay, on page four in the top left, that's where that equation was. I have no idea what that equation means, but I'm going to memorize it. I didn't want to do that going back to school. I promised myself I wouldn't do that. So I put the time in. I prepared. And it increases my chances of success because people in my group, when it was a group quiz, are like, Shauna, like, how'd you get that? And I explain it. And then when we teach it, we learn it even more. We're more prepared. So as you're preparing for this lovely person to enter your life and you're working on yourself, you're also teaching other people how to heal. So often we go after the college degree and the promotion at work. Like that's what we prepare for. But we forget to prepare for loving ourselves and our relationships with others. Preparation is key. And it's been said so many times that where your attention goes, your energy flows, right? So if you put your attention on preparing for this love of your life by healing yourself and being okay with where you're at right now, you can expect Mr. or Mrs. Wonderful to walk into your life. But if you haven't brought a healthy you, a healed you into the equation, what good is that person? He can walk right through that restaurant door. Black slacks, nice button up, gorgeous smile. Ooh, that cologne. Definitely uses his beard oil. And he orders a bottle of wine for the table. He's perfect. From the outside, you don't know anything about him yet on the inside, but you know, he looks perfect. But have you prepared yourself to meet this person, to learn more about this person? Can you honestly look in the mirror and say yes? And if you can, then I bet you there's going to be a connection. You guys are going to have a date together. It's going to be magical. And you're going to go from there. But if you haven't done the work or prepared for this moment, girl, he's going to walk right out that restaurant door and he's not even going to make eye contact with you. Mm -mm. And if he does, and if you go forward and you haven't done the work, you're hurting him and you're hurting you. A healthy relationship is two people thriving on their own that come together. 
And Faith Jenkins says it so well. A healthy relationship is made up of two healthy people. She said, I'm not talking about people who have it together all the time. I'm referring to the ones who actively seek out their best selves and continue to work on becoming better along the way. That's the relationship you want. Ladies, you have to hold yourself in high regard. You have to speak to yourself with respect and expect nothing less from your significant other. Men, you too. When you see through healthy and healed eyes, you approach the world and life very differently. You have clarity. Your vision is clear. You have this path. It's so beautiful. And more opportunities are presented for people to find you. And I can truly attest to this because as I change the way I communicate to myself, other people definitely communicate to me differently. People think when you have 10,000 followers on Instagram or 20,000, you get a bunch of like DMs, like sexy DMs or asking me on dates or like people can't believe you're single. I'm here to tell you this isn't true. You definitely attract what you put out. And do you get those people that choose to send those weird messages? For sure. There's always a couple in every crowd. But in my case, I get very few DMs about dating, about anything sexual, about anything just inappropriate. But I truly feel like it's because of what I've because of what I put out and the way I genuinely treat myself. I hold myself to this standard in every area of my life. And if you don't serve me in that way, the way I serve myself, I'm sorry. We, there's not going to be a connection for us. Which is why I try to tell you every single day how beautiful you are, how unique you are, how value, valuable you are to this world. And you hold something within you that nobody else holds. The world needs you. So trust me when I say you dictate how the world treats you. The slippery slope of technology, the temptation, the access is scary. I want you to know your self-worth and treat yourself better and show up for yourself every day. All your beliefs about yourself and expectations are reflected outward. Compliment yourself. Write down compliments people give to you. Yesterday, somebody told me I should be a sponsor for Crest White Strips. (laughs) Today, I tagged Crest White Strips in my Instagram story. They actually messaged me about partnering with them. Like, what are the chances? Okay, take these compliments and run with them. Don't say, oh, but, you know, somebody says they like your hair. Oh, but no, like, say thank you. We're so stuck on what's wrong with us, we forget to acknowledge everything that's right. So when you're confident in your life, wherever you are in your life path, it speaks to your wholeness as an individual. I understand wanting companionship. That's valid and a beautiful life goal. But understand that companionship adds value to your already high value life. Become the right person to attract the right person. Love creates more love. And if you find the technology you're consuming every single day is not bringing this into your life, please make an active effort to eliminate it. A relationship is not the magic equation for achieving fulfillment in your life. If you're not happy alone, you won't be happy with someone else either. Don't take them down with you. Work on yourself. And maybe you are listening to this on Valentine's Day and you're lonely and sad. Nobody brought you chocolates. Nobody got you flowers. Nobody did anything for you. What can you do for somebody else? Can you get on Amazon right now and send your girlfriend a book? I know for me, I love to put out gift cards with money on it and say, ladies, go buy yourself a coffee on me. I've done this for the past couple of years. What can you do for somebody else? What can you do for yourself? Can you go get a massage? What can you do to be happy alone? You are enough. Don't settle. Stop comparing. You complete you.
And remember, life is a boomerang, so what you put out will come back to you. I love y'all so much. Be kind, give back, take what you need, leave what you don't. If you are listening to this on on Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. You are amazing, you're beautiful. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile. 